Hey everybody, we're back. You're listening to Season 4 of How to Win a Campaign, where you'll get an insider's perspective that teaches you not only how to run advocacy campaigns, but how to win. I'm Joe Fold. And I'm Martin Diego Garcia, and you can find us at The Campaign Workshop on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in to listen to what we're going to be talking about in Season 4 of How to Win a Campaign. Today, we'll be talking about what to expect in our upcoming season of the podcast and provide a sneak peek at some of the topics and special guests we have planned for this season. Get ready to learn what it takes to build movements and make real change. Yeah, we're super excited. We think you should be too. This season, we're going to hear from folks throughout the progressive space about what it really means to build a successful movement. We're going to talk about what a movement is. Our episodes are going to be talking about a variety of topics that cover how do you utilize coalition in movement building? How do you really tap into utilizing traditional media for movement building? How do you incorporate storytelling and make sure you're training your folks up so that they can build a career in the movement space and so much more. So if you are excited about movement building as we are, then this is going to be a great season for you. So, Joe, can you talk a little bit about why we picked this topic for this fourth season? Yeah, well, Martine, we continue to train and work with folks, groups and organizations across the progressive landscape at the Campaign Workshop, and we realize we can't possibly help or reach everyone. And this podcast has become a way for us to build community and provide helpful tools and resources for progressive groups, organizations, activists, and operatives, and we love being a part of it. It also gives us an opportunity to connect with some wonderful leaders that we work with and who'll be coming on to talk about topics and issues and also meet new folks along the way. Yeah, definitely. That's why this season we have a super amazing lineup of folks that both you and I think have known for a very long time. And I'm super excited for some of the guests that I got to chat with already. The first one being we talk about movement building and how do you engage traditional media in building movement spaces. And we talk to Maria Jose Urbina, and she has had a plethora of roles in different spaces, whether that was in Congress or within organizations, where she dives into whether you're running a small campaign or a really large advocacy effort, how can you use some earned media to bolster your message? I got to also talk up to Vanessa Gonzalez and Cedric Lawson from the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights, where their bread and butter is coalition building. And so they dropped some knowledge and gave some really amazing tools and ideas and concepts for thinking through how do you amplify the work that you're doing and amplify your efforts and impact through coalition building as you are building movements. Very often, we think about how do you even get into this space? And so I was actually able to have a conversation with Greg Allen Datusendena about how do you make a career in this space? Greg's been an executive director, a student organizer. He now owns his own consulting firm. And it was really interesting to get his perspective on how do you just sort of move through this space of movement building? And then lastly, Joe, as you know, my passion is training. And we oh, get yes. to talk to Elliot Imse over at the LGBTQ Victory Institute to really talk about how can ongoing and continued training program in your movement space really help to bolster that movement and increase your impact. But Joe, which ones are you excited to talk to? Well, I got to chat with Heather Booth 
who has been a mentor for a long time and has been a mentor to many people in this space and has worked across multiple movements over time. And it was amazing to chat with her. It was just incredible. Also got to talk with Glenn Hurwitz at Mighty Earth about how you can create impact through accountability and Brandon Graham with NAMI and many, many more. I mean, we've got a ton of interviews that are in process right now, lots of topics that we're working on, and I can't wait to dig into this season. Same. I mean, Joe, like, what are some of the favorite movement spaces you have been able to be a part of in your career? Well, I've been lucky that I've been able to work across lots of different types of movements, whether that is the fight to protect kids from tobacco, whether it has been doing a lot of health-related work, working in the LGBTQ movement, working in the environmental movement, and working in the labor movement. I've been able to see lots of different approaches across ways to mobilize and galvanize people and get folks to really engage in an issue. Some of the issues that I've been able to work around have not been issues that have always been top of mind and figuring out interesting ways to talk about them and engage folks. And so that has been really cool. And it's also been neat to have a podcast like this where we get to, again, talk to some old friends and dig in deep on their lives and talk to some new friends like Glenn about how he has done some incredible work around deforestation and other climate-related issues through supply chain uh, accountability campaigns. So lots of different things, but I been lucky to get an understanding of a lot of different movements through the work we've done and hopefully now another layer through this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a good distinction to remind the listeners that a movement is we're thinking long term, we're thinking long haul. This isn't I'm running one campaign. One campaign does not make a movement. And so I think what we really want to impart on our listeners is when you are working on a topic, an issue within a movement, you are thinking of multiple campaigns and multiple strategies and multiple efforts to slowly sometimes move the needle toward progress. And so that may be electing one champion in an election over here, but moving policy over here and doing some like grassroots awareness over here. And it's really this multifaceted thing of layers upon layers of engaging community and engaging voters and creating messaging and campaign after campaign, that's what bolsters a big movement, right? Like that's what really creates a movement that is making impact and is creating change in people's lives. Yeah. And what's cool is that there's lots of different pieces to it. And what we've tried to do in this season is break that down from, as you talked about, the example of the LGBTQ Victory Fund and Institute. The Institute has really used training as movement building over time, which has been incredible. And we've been lucky to be a small part of that. But then it's, you know, seeing someone like Heather Booth, who's been a part of so many movements, whether that is being a part of the civil rights movement, whether that is being a part of uh, Roe v. Wade sort of movement on providing safe abortion, that she has been a part of the labor movement. It's nice to be able to have a conversation with someone who has been a part of 
political movements decade after decade after decade and making huge, huge impact along the way. Absolutely. I just to be able to see the change over all of those movements and decades. Well, we have a ton of super fun recordings and interviews with some really amazing folks, and we haven't even talked about all the topics yet. We'll take a break, and then let's come back, and we'll talk about what the second part of the season looks like. All right. Stay tuned. Martine, can you tell us about the second half of the season? Yeah. So what we're trying to do in this season really is getting multiple different perspectives of people who work in movement building. In the same way that you have a campaign, you have the candidate and a campaign manager and you have a fundraiser and a field director. There are different perspectives folks hold. Similar is true for movement building. And so we really want to give folks that peek into what do these folks do on a daily basis as insert whatever their role is in movement building. So the additional topics that we're going to be talking about in some of these episodes is what does it look like to utilize fundraising and the idea of raising money to build a movement? What does that look like? And how do you, as a potential fundraiser, use your role to incorporate movement building? Also in the philanthropy space, very similar but different. How do you think about utilizing philanthropic giving? How do you think about engaging with philanthropists in a way to help you bolster or build a movement in whatever sort of issue or topic you're working on? One that is super important and you can never leave behind is digital advocacy. How do you think about building movements? And some movements have only been really built in the digital space. I think post-Trump, there were a number of groups and organizations or Facebook pages or Facebook groups that got turned into movements. The Women's March, the Me Too movement, there were a number of groups and organizations that came out of his election that then got turned into organizations that are building movements across the country. And again, one of my favorites is thinking about storytelling. How do you really put a face to a name and how do you think about incorporating storytelling when you know you're not doing it just for one effort or one campaign, but you're really doing it for a long haul and you're really doing it to build a movement? What does that look like and how do you incorporate that? Joe, you and I have had different perspectives and different roles as it pertains to our careers and in movement spaces. Can you talk a little bit about what you have done and your perspective as it comes to movement building? Yeah. As I have said before, I've been lucky to work with a lot of different people who have really helped build the progressive movement. And that's in different pieces, whether it is working at organizations and they are trying to make change to organizations or learning how to target voters in a modern way for the first time to engage people using data that we've never had access to before, to really reach out and talk to people in new and unique ways. So what's been cool about my career is I've been able to see lots of people do this. And honestly, like working with you, I've been able to see people who've used training and other on-the-ground tactics to engage with voters and engage with people in a new and unique way. So I feel like I'm lucky being a lifelong learner and being a part of this podcast. And every time we get a guest on, I'm like, oh, that's an interesting way to do this. And that's what's been so exciting about this season is that even though I've been doing this for a long time, I feel like I'm learning something new every day we have a guest on. 
Absolutely. And I think we have a unique perspective as consultants in this space who get to work with groups and organizations and movement spaces. Could you talk a little bit about how that has shaped your ability to work in these movements in being a role of a consultant? Well, I get to step in and really try and work with, I would say, visionary leaders who really have a sense of what they want to do and the change that they want to make. And we get to help them think through tactical ways to do that and creative solutions for it. So that's been really cool. But again, we also play a role where we are part of a team and we really help people think about whether it's how they're raising their funds or how they're getting their message out, different ways to talk to people about the movements they're trying to build. Martine, do you have a highlight as far as career goes? You also have worked in multiple movements and multiple organizations. What's your thought on the topic? I've been able to come at movement building and be in movement spaces from electoral perspectives as political directors. I've been able to do it as a training director of a national training organization and really understand how education and upping skill levels can help bolster a movement. And so it has really shaped the way that I think about working in my current role, right, as a consultant, really shaped how I think about approaching strategy, how I think about approaching building for the long term. How are you not burning your folks out at the jump, knowing that you're going to need them for multiple campaigns and even multiple years, or as in Heather Booth's, multiple decades. And so thinking about how do you constantly keep all of those moving pieces and continue, like you said, to learn and build upon what you've learned so that you're adapting with change. If we've learned anything over these last couple of years, change is inevitable and it's becoming quicker and quicker and quicker. And the ability to adapt and be flexible is no longer a option. You have to be able to do that. And I think we get to come in as consultants who are doing that learning and be able to marry that with, I think, what these organizational leaders know to be true for their communities, their movements, their constituencies. And it's a great mix of what I'd say is old school and new school tactics. So Heather Booth, who started Midwest Academy, and we talk about this in the episode, and we talk about the Midwest Academy direct organizing action chart that is one of the tools that we use to work with organizations to really plan out their advocacy strategy. That's amazing. I mean, I talk about Paul Tully, who I was lucky to meet once when I was a college student, who invented the Tully box, which is what we use as a company. We work with lots of organizations to really game out a message strategy, and we use that for advocacy all the time. So really lucky to see that on the old school. And then we have someone like Glenn Hurwitz who's doing these accountability campaigns that are a mix of digital and real engagement in a neat and interesting way that is totally new school is the way he's doing it. So that's a mix of who we get to talk to and types of different tactics we get to learn from on this podcast. We could go on for a while, but we want to hear from you, the listeners. Reach out to us on our social handles in the show description and really let us know what your questions are. Joe, we talked about a lot and you mentioned a couple, but anything in particular that you're looking forward to this season? 
We have so many interviews yet to record, so I couldn't even tell you today, Martine, who my favorites are going to be, because we've got storytelling still, we've got an interview that we're going to be doing on philanthropy, there's so much coming, so I would say stay tuned, as you can tell, we're really excited for the season, so it's going to be exciting. Even on the ones that we've already done, it's been amazing to really dig in deep on what movement building looks like in different spaces through the lenses that we talked about in terms of fundraising and the digital space and training and engaging media. And honestly, I think almost every episode has been really exciting for me. It's also fun. And I learn something all the time when I'm recording these things. It's going to be a, definitely an informative season. So thanks for tuning in to this trailer episode of season four. This podcast isn't the only way that you can engage with us. And we want to make sure that you know that you can head over to thecampaignworkshop.com. Check out our blog as we continue to post weekly as well as continue to update our ebooks. And don't forget to connect with us on social media. You can also find me on most social channels at Joe Fold. Absolutely. And you can find me at G Martin Diego. That's G-M-A-R-T-I-N-D-I-E-G-O. So looking forward to connecting and sharing the new season. So until next time, I'm Joe Fold. And I'm Martin Diego Garcia, breaking down how to win a campaign. How to win a campaign is Joe Fold, Martin Diego Garcia, Elizabeth Rowe, Phoebe Retta, Evan Wilkerson and Vienna O'Brien. Music by Daniel Pinto. Audio editing by Christopher Lang. Special thanks to the team at the Campaign Workshop. Please review, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.